Oh, hi. Thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. Hello, and welcome back to We're Trying Our Best-ish. I am Steven. I'm Cody. If you can't tell, Steven's pissed off. Why don't you tell him why, buddy? I just spent the last hour or so trying to get this fucking thing to record, and I just got it working. And now we're hoping it does it. Uh, it is December 15th, 2020 at 11.05 p.m. I like to time these so I remember when they're happening for memories later. Um, we're going to jump right into it. So a recap of last episode, taught me slang, have used none of it. Um, also at the end, we probably got not necessarily the most emotional. I'm sure that at some point you've seen me be more emotional, maybe in middle school or high school or something. But that is probably like the most real world thing that you and I have ever talked about concerning me. Yeah. How did that make you feel? Um, I didn't bring this up to him prior, which is why I was so reserved and I like had a warning like, Hey, this is going to be vulgar. It wasn't as vulgar as I was expecting. I didn't say fuck or anything like about it because I was so uncomfortable with it. So how did that make you feel? Me bringing that at you and just fucking throwing it at you because we did not talk a lot about it after the mics went down. It was really interesting because that was probably the most like vulnerable you've been with me, and it was really like just real for a moment that yeah. you had something happen to you and you told me about it and it was it was uh, very interesting. Yeah, that's never that specific problem has never happened to me before. Um, and the whole, like, talking about how the person and I sat down, we talked for hours after. That was probably the most weird thing that I mentioned, because I was like, oh, probably because that's related to my lack of emotional intimacy and my need for it, which is why I started communicating with this person butt-ass naked. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. That was super fucking weird. <clears throat> um, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> You're uncomfy again. Oh, uh, you also asked me uh, prior to, or after the mic dropped, if I knew the person prior to that day. I did. I already told you that. But, like, just for a frame of reference, I'm not on, you know this, I'm not on any of the dating stuff. I don't meet people on the internet. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure I know how. Like, the last dating website I was on was My Yearbook, which is Meet Me Now. Yes. So, little dated <laughs> there. Um <coughs> So I'm not on anything. So I like this is the person I knew prior. Uh, just didn't work out. Uh, we have talked about it since then. It has all been cordial. We're fine. Good. They understood. They didn't think it was funny or anything. They were just like, that was accurate because they thought that I was like gonna talk shit about them, and I was like, no, that was an all on me thing. Yeah. That had nothing to do with them. Hmm. It could have been an emotional thing. It could have just been a I guess I'm not attracted to them at this moment thing. Whatever. I'm 20 fucking five now. Maybe my dick just stopped working. It didn't. I can confirm that my dick still works. <laughs> Jesus um, Christ. <laughs> um, another thing, apologizing if that was super jarring because it was slang and then I have something for you, but I'm not sure about it. And I didn't clear it with you prior, which is the whole point of this podcast. This podcast isn't for the listeners or necessarily for you. This was an idea that I brought to you to try and be more vulnerable with you and our friendship and document it along the way to show growth between us as friends and how we become closer. Yeah. I don't fucking care who listens except the fact that my HR person probably listened to it. And I haven't seen her since I mentioned the podcast to her. 
and that episode has come out since then. So I'm super fucking worried that I'm going to go into work tomorrow and she's going to be like, your fucking dick doesn't work. Because we give each other shit like that. Um, I'm also worried about another person at work listening to it. But, I mean, we're being real. It's vulnerable. It's fine. Um, I can't necessarily get fired for it. I mean, I can to some degree. But, um also been dealing with some emotional stuff which i talked to you about i can't mention on the podcast because i can be fired for it we talked about this earlier um if there is a point in time where it is not directly tied to my job i will talk about it at a later date i have notes to keep it and as a topic but i'm fine coming to terms with some buried emotions and dealing with that after fuck two years of denial at this point yeah yeah so that's fine uh, getting better in that way. I just wanted to apologize for the transition. Segways are not my thing. Mm-hmm. I'm a very... I don't have ADHD. I was going to use that as a reference, but that's not cool to to discredit uh, mental illnesses or anything like that. But I'm very not one-track-minded. So yeah. something came up, and I was like, oh, fuck. I did that in the first episode. I was like, sidebar, this. We had okay, lots of sidebars. Let's go yeah. back. A lot of people complained about that. They're like, mm. why can't you just do one thing? I'm like, because things come up. Yeah. That's how these become longer is mm-hmm. you and I have conversations and stories. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you too. I was going to ask you this before we started, but I wanted to save it. Um, we just had issues with the computer, obviously. So in light of that, this is our third episode. How are you feeling about this personally? Um, I think it's, I mean, I'm still excited about it. It's interesting that... Um, I have people at work starting to listen to it now yeah. that I didn't think would listen to it. And they said it was good, so that's cool. Um, it'll be interesting as more people at my job start listening to it because I'm sure it'll catch on that I have a podcast. There's also a really weird side effect to that, too. So um, the I think it was last episode, you made like a joke about like, yeah, getting to know your, fr- your friends or something, me and your friends. And I was like, me and your friends, fucking really? That meant nothing to nobody except you and me. So I have met a handful of your friends. Um, I think Maddie, I think that was her name. It's been like a couple years since I've seen her. All right. Not names. Fuck. That doesn't matter. She's not going to listen. And then like two others, one of which was here last night and we hung out, which I've known him for, I think since high school too, Mm -hmm. because he's friends with my little brother. So like, I know of your friends and I'm sure that to some degree they know of me because you know me 22 years. I do dumb shit perfect thing to tell people i'm the friend that you talk about when they're not there just a bunch of shit so none of them know me i'm not a super social person i don't like you like to party and drink and do stuff like that i'm not like i get all of my fulfillment in friendship essentially from you that's it if nobody else talked to me in the world i'd be totally fine i would live i'd be good whatever um so this is like a really odd side effect of them getting to know this person that you may have mentioned a couple times on a level that's not, hey, my friend Cody fucking rolled a car once or some shit. I doubt you've told them that. But just other than little bits and pieces, as much as, like, at work, when I talk about you, I just tell stories. I'm like, this is Steven. We did this. I've known him since we were three. We lived on the same block. Um, so this is them getting to know you too because I talk about you so much. That was actually one of the, one of the biggest selling points to some of them was not necessarily get to get to know me, but to get to know this person 
that their boss or somebody they work with that is incredibly stoic, his eyes light up every time he talks about them. Yeah, I know you're fucking rolling your eyes. That's how I just they... rolled my eyes so hard, That's y'all. That's how they described it to me, okay, motherfucker? So, it's interesting for them to get to know you and, like, what you're about and what, for some reason, makes me, according to them, who hates people, gravitate towards you on such a level. And I think so far with our rapport, we're doing pretty good. Because, like I said, unscripted, like, I wrote three things down, which were recap last episode... <clears throat> apologize for it jarring and um, how it made Steven feel. There's one more thing. The topic of this episode is toxic masculinity, which is, I wouldn't say has been a huge issue in our relationship. Sidebar again, forgot something. Um, <laughs> somebody mentioned to me last episode that my sipping was obnoxious. That was on purpose. I did that as a joke. Because I thought it'd be funny, and it fucking was. I listened to it twice. I hated it. I know you did. <laughs> I hated it so much. Like, the first one, you, like, did a little smirk, and then, like, by the time I was on my, like, fifth, you were just like, can you please shut the fuck up? Yeah. And I kept burping, which was not intended, because I have a soda now, and I haven't burped yet. Even when I burped away from the mic, it was still so loud that it got it, which was mildly annoying, considering the first episode, I was clearing my throat a lot, and I just put, like... <clears throat> A blanket or something or a pillow over my face and that blocked it from the mic but whatever i'm sorry about that that was intentional though that wasn't a bad audio thing that was me just being a dick and the burping was like a super minor reference to regular car reviews which is um a car review i guess blog or what whatever i watched them and i was like oh they do that in their like voiceovers for their reviews that's fucking hilarious which is why i was like "Ooh, real burp they literally say that I thought it'd be funny. It was funny to me. It was funny to nobody else. And that's no. fine. Um, Moving on. <laughs> before we uh, start our serious topic, um, I do have a small story that happened the other day at work. Oh, yeah. Which I think is it was so funny in the moment. Because it, when it happened, I was like, oh, my God, what? So I was in my office doing some paperwork. My office is on the floor of the store. So I can yeah. hear everything that's going on outside of there. And I'm sitting there, you know, it's, you can hear the commotion of everything happening, just all the customers and stuff. And all of a sudden, I hear this woman start screaming, Playgrat, Playgrat, Playgrat. And when I first heard it, because I don't hear very well, I thought she said, plane crash. Oh, plane fuck. crash and i could have swore to god there was a plane crash outside so i was about to go out get up and go look for a plane crash like a fucking 454 is just fucking in your parking <laughs> yes room. so fuck. then um i like I-, I didn't see what happened but apparently there were two people not wearing masks checking out and oh. her way of confronting them was to run up to them and yell playground several times in their face and i thought it was hilarious and the woman that was with the guy that was also not wearing a mask she looked really embarrassed and then the guy was gonna go like beat her up like he posted up and then she ran like literally ran out of the store fucking with the mask thing obviously we're in coronavirus we live in colorado which is i don't know if it's it has to be one of the stricter states because there are states that just have no like mandate for it at all where you can just everything's as usual 
which I think is mostly the southern states or whatever, um, which is fine, whatever. Whatever your views on the mask thing are, is that's up to you. I work with people that think it's fake or that it just can't possibly exist in any way, shape, or form. That's cool. Your opinion is, is irrelevant. If you're in a private business and they require you to do something, you have to do it. Also, it's a mandate here, which is a temporary law in place based on emergency and needs of the public. You can fight about that. You're whatever you think it's your right or whatever to not wear a mask. That's cool. It is in your own space or any land that you own. But if a, if a private property or a private business or anything that is not owned by you says you have to put your fucking mask on, you have to do it. It's like being in someone else's car and like, hey, put on your fucking seatbelt. Yeah. It's their car. They tell you what to do. Mm -hmm. They also have the right to refuse service, which... <clears throat> can't say where we work in, but again, um, I think that your place policy is pretty much the same as mine. Wear a mask, but we can't like physically force it. Correct. On you. Yeah. yeah because of legality and stuff. Mm -hmm. We could legally, in terms of like, we could, we're a private business, we can force you and re refuse entrance in our state. I'm not sure about other states, but I'm sure that both companies don't want like to deal with the PR that that would cause is the bigger issue, which I, I feel is most things. Yeah. Well, and it's funny cause, um, I know like, um, Costco, they enforce it heavily. You cannot be in the store. You cannot enter the building without a mask on. Yeah. And I feel like that we should all be able to do that. And I, as far as I've ever heard, Costco hasn't gotten any backlash for it. People just deal with it. Like, you also made me feel like a fucking asshole the other day. We talked about this already, but for everybody else. So you go to fast food more than I do. Mm -hmm. I think I've gone, like in the past few months, I've gone like twice, which have both been in the past few days. Um, I don't need a lot. I don't have the money. So it never occurred to me that even though I'm less than six feet from like the person at a window or whatever I am, that I should wear a mask. You made that very apparent to me the other day that you do. And it after we talked about it, it makes fucking sense. So this has been going on, what, nine or ten months? Yeah. So the entire span that I've been doing it and, like, seeing people, I have never worn a mask through a drive through setting, and I've just felt like the biggest fucking asshole about it. And I told my other friend that I work with about it, and she was like, fuck. And I was like, it makes sense, right? Like, like Steven's not, he can't be wrong. And she's like, no, that does make sense. Yeah. I, I, I just, I feel like it makes them feel comfortable. Yeah, I mean, they have to wear it. And even though you're not interacting with them for a long enough period of time for it to matter, I just, out of respect, like, I would want someone to wear a mask for me yeah. if that was my situation. We, um, I was actually really proud of, uh, there was a person at work who was fucking amazing. Super great, man. Um, he is the equivalent of what I am in his department. So he's a manager of whatever I can't say, obviously. And somebody walked in and went to go ask us where something was. The moment he started speaking, he like ripped his mask off and the dude looked at me. He's like, mask on or get the fuck out. He was like, what? He's like, you have to wear your mask. You're less than a foot from me. Put your mask on and just ask me where the item is. And the dude was like, whatever. And then he like held it over his face and he's like, no, physically put it around your ears or do not talk to me. And, again, we can do that. Like, there is no law saying that we can't. Whether or not you say it's your right or whatever, whatever is irrelevant, it's not. There's no right in anything. There's no amendment that says, can't make me wear a mask. It doesn't impede freedoms. Medically, pro medically proven that it doesn't reduce oxygen. All of these things. Yeah. I have this argument with that person at work all the fucking time. 
that is like I've read that it doesn't that it reduces oxygen. I'm like it doesn't. You wear it for eight hours at a time. If that was true, you would be dead or passed out, right? It like if it reduced it to such a degree, because we live in like the tiniest lines of things. Like if our body, if our <clears throat> internal body temperature rises like a few degrees, we're sick. Like it's a small margin of error with us. Things affect us greatly. So if it was reducing oxygen to such a level that you should be concerned about it, then we wouldn't wear them. If it was killing people, there would be no law. Yeah. They'd basically be like, put a gun to your head and shoot yourself. It's a law. Like, no, it wouldn't happen. It is uncomfortable. Nobody wants to wear them. None of us are like, it's super great and stylish. No, they're like, this sucks. It's an inconvenience, but let's do it. What the fuck ever. Rant over. Um, also, if you hear weird, like, vape rips in the background, that's Steven on his duel. Because <laughs> I've noticed the past two podcasts that I can hear you going, and then just blowing smoke. The blowing is not as bad, the sucking is. Last podcast, I could hear myself breathing, like, fucking crazy because the microphone, I had the table so close to me. I think I mentioned this first one. I'm sitting on the ground talking to a coffee table with a mic there. Steven's in a chair, I want to say five or so feet thereabouts. We live together. Don't need to wear a mask. It's fine. Um, I would like to clarify, it is not a jewel. What I'm too now? cool for a jewel. You used to have a fucking jewel. I did have a jewel. What the fuck is that now? It it's just a vape. It's, oh, there's no like special brand. I mean, it, it yeah, it it is a brand. It's the Lost Vapes brand, not sponsored. Um, That's the most douche thing I've ever heard you say. <laughs> the Lost Vapes brand. It's not a jewel, okay? Learn your fucking equipment. It doesn't matter, but I, I felt like I needed to clarify because jewels aren't cool anymore. They were never cool. <laughs> they were just popular as a way to get fucking tobacco and nicotine in you. Yeah. Well, anyway, we should talk about our topic. Um, now that we've just spent 18 minutes ranting about... COVID. I fucking told you I'd scratch that, I'd scratch that <laughs> shit out so fucking far. Um, um, so our topic is toxic masculinity. We wanted to do a more serious conversation for this week. And this is the one that we kind of fell on. I told Steven that we could do whatever he wanted as long as it was more serious. Because that's the whole reason that why, why we started this podcast so that we could talk about serious things. But obviously, if you guys are listening to or if you're watching a show that was about death all the fucking time, that's all you're watching on it. You get fucking depressed. Yeah. So we do the lighthearted things. Like I said, we have, I think we're at like 103 um, ideas now or something. So <clears throat> if we do it every week, that's about two years of episodes. We've now done three in less than two, in less than a week. Yeah. But we're going to wait a week. We figured, what was it, next Friday? Yeah. The day after Christmas? Yeah. Yeah. So that's when we're going to do it next. No, that is Christmas. That is Christmas. Oh, I'm off at one that day. You're off, right? Because we're closed. Yeah, because you're closed. So we're going to do it the day after Christmas. Um, happy Hanukkah, by the way. It is the, it's still 1124. It is the sixth day of Hanukkah. It is. It happy is. Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah, my man. <laughs> Shalom. Shalom. Two fucking goyims talking about Hanukkah. <laughs> that was so cringy. Please don't destroy us. Um, but, oh, that was another thing. Um, so, you know, I've been talking about the podcast at work right yeah because people by and large seem interested in getting to know me for some reason which is whatever i don't talk about things at work like the most i talk about is i never about me it's either like hey me and steven did this and that's the other conversation and then i'll ask like other people how like their family is if i know them like i'm like hey how's your sister or brother whatever the fuck 
So I've told some people about this, and there's one in particular person. Uh, let's fucking... Let's make up a name. Um, first woman in the Bible. It's Hanukkah, so let's go with Lilith. Boom. Ooh, Lilith? Ooh, I love Lilith. Lilith. Fucking great name, right? I was going <laughs> to do Eve, but Lilith is better. Um, so Lilith at work, um, I guess I was telling them about it specifically more because they're like i want to get to know you on a deeper level and i was like well don't listen to the first two podcasts because fuck i mean i guess the end of the last one whatever but don't listen to these because they're like i'll let you know when something serious happens so their roommate works with me too the roommate mentioned to me yesterday when i was working they were like hey lilith really fucking hates that you keep mentioning the podcast to them and i was like that's fucking cool I never wanted her to listen because it would make me super uncomfortable to have one of my direct employees know more about me, but she seemed interested. So through my awkward not being able to tell her that I'm not comfortable with that, I overcompensated the opposite way. So now she just wants to stop hearing it, which is fucking great. <laughs> so now I'm just going to go to work tomorrow and be like, sorry, don't listen to it. We're on the same page. Fucking sweet. Moving on. That's all I had. I just wanted to tell you about that. Gotcha. <laughs> so episode of the day is toxic masculinity um as we talked about last episode steven's gay yes and um that is not heteronormative or whatever the fuck the word is and i am whatever i am i'm still saving that for the whole episode where we can take this into an hour of fucking and sex lives and stuff um i have the what is it the sentiments or whatever of an older generation. I was raised by my grandfather who worked every day, never called in was essentially what like a hardworking man would be with calluses on his hands. So to some degree, I'm sorry, not to some degree to a pretty heavy degree for people of our generation. I have perpetuated toxic masculinity um, in general, more so on you because you're the only person I talk to. And that hasn't been super fair to you. Uh, you said you didn't have any stories of toxic masculinity in your own independent life, do you? I'm sure I'll think of one as we're ta- as we're talking. Okay. Um, but not like that I can think of right at the second. So, getting better, but um, I think I did in the first episode. But I used to call you a fairy a lot. Yeah. Like, I mean, I still do. Like, mostly ironically, you'll be, like, such a fucking fairy. Like, right? A fairy. And, like, we'll just agree and say it ironically. I don't say it hatefully like I used to. But I think, like, the biggest glaring thing was, like, you painting your nails used to bother me. Mm-hmm. Which is, I know, we're 25. That seems like a weird thing to bother a 25-year-old. What the fuck ever. I was raised by a 60-year-old man. Get the fuck over it. Um, I'm better. And they used to bug me, and I'd fucking call you a fucking sissy and a press and shit. And, like, eventually got over that. Because, like, dudes, when you and I were growing up, wore nail polish. That was just, like, the grungy emo, whatever the fuck you... I don't know the terms anymore. The thing to do. Everyone did it. For, I can't remember what it was. Dudes used to do, like, the pinky. Do you remember what that was about? Kind was like of. black pinky or something? Yeah. Do you know why? I don't remember. I can't fucking remember either. Um... But, like, that was a thing, and, like, it was considered not not necessarily normal when you're growing up, but it was more accepted. It was, like, a punk rock thing had happened. It's part of the alternative scene. So I got over that pretty quick. 
something that has been like a constant, not a constant, um, since I've noticed that you've been doing it probably the past three, maybe four-ish years. Maybe five, because it was before we moved in together that I noticed the first time that you were doing this. Um, you wear makeup sometimes. Yeah. I haven't seen you do it in a while. <clears throat> but as much of like an ally that I try to be, right? I've really tried hard since high school. We'll, we'll talk. I mean, we can talk about that later if it comes up and like my growth of being an ally from being an asshole that um trigger warning not a cool word but an asshole that used to call his friend that liked men faggot which is not okay i will beat anybody's fucking ass that calls you that now that is not okay it's okay i call myself it too so you do but that's fine it's like we've taken back the word yeah i was like it's the the n-word i was gonna say the other word but people are like what the fuck yeah it's like the n-word it's cool if a certain group of people say it because they're not saying it to dehumanize or separate from them they're not like you're not a different class of people you're just you're a gay person which is irrelevant you're a person yeah um so i mean this might just be a fucking episode talking about how gay you are too oh my god like we might just go into it but um like that used to bother me and like we we had a roommate whose name shall not be named because she told me she's not comfortable with that so we're not going to do that um i used to give you shit for wearing makeup i used to say things to you like if you want to be a fucking girl just be a girl which not only is homophobic and toxic masculinity, but that is also transphobic because you can be a girl with a dick if you want, whatever. I have friends that are going to listen to this that are like, I don't agree with that. That's fine. You can fucking fight me in the parking lot over it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> That's how I deal with things is fighting. I don't like to argue or scream. I just fight. So we can deal with it that way. Whatever you believe is irrelevant. It doesn't affect me. Um, sidebar again. I have... Um, we can say Zion, it doesn't matter. Uh, Zion is transphobic. He's very open about it. He's more like, he's very, um, I don't see it, it's not happening. Closed doors, right? Pretty, pretty common, which is more progressive than he used to be. Which is fine. He's cool with gay people, he doesn't understand the trans thing. And I tried to explain to him once that I don't either. Like, I don't know what it feels like to, like, I'm not a girl that, that like looks like a boy i'm not a girl that the world views as a boy i used i would have said a boy born as a girl but that's not how that's not a correct description anymore it's you are born a gender and to the outside world you represent one which would fuck you up inside right yeah so i tried to explain that it doesn't make sense to me either but it doesn't make sense to us because we're not it like i don't know what it is living as a black man in like an urban environment because i'm not like i don't know how different people live or how they feel so it's fine whatever i want to do that sidebar we're a pretty inc- inclusive people here we will talk about politics which you and i do actually disagree on a fair amount in like the super super finer details of it yeah but in general lgbt friendly uh blm black lives matter not bureau of land management uh you and i are you're progressive relatively speaking to my family i am progressive Mm -hmm. speaking relatively to you and other people that i know that are progressive i am fairly conservative whatever moving on talks masculinity we're talking about you putting on makeup so you've been doing that for years probably before i knew 
like, because we didn't see each other all the time until we lived together. So, like, if you were doing it, it might not have even occurred to me because I didn't see you doing it a lot. And he used to give you a lot of shit for it. He used to make me crazy fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> and, which is so fucking weird. Like, of all the things to make us uncomfortable, like, all the stereotypes to be like, well, he likes makeup. He must be fucking weird. Like, you're a gay man. We've seen each other naked mm-hmm. numerous times on numerous occasions. And that doesn't bother me at all. But the makeup. The fucking... I can't name any of them. I don't know any of the names of the things. The makeup, though, used to bother the fuck out of me. I know. And it, it used to make me so uncomfortable. And I, like, even, like, two years ago it did still. And, like, looking back now, I guess this is what progress feels like, but looking back now, I would have punched that motherfucker in the jaw just for calling you a fair acting if, or asking if you wanted to be a woman. Because that is not an ally thing to do, and that is not fucking okay. <laughs> Um, so it came, like, it came to a head when I was, like, I thought about it. I was like, I'm not being, like, a really good friend or an ally. Like, I know that, like, even if you laughed it off or you ignored me for being insensitive, like, deep down, a person you know for 22 years calling you a fucking woman is either going to hurt or you're going to, like, push it down until it don't feel no more, which is not okay. We've had similar conversations like this before where... I have not been the best friend to you. I have not been the best friend to anybody that I know. That's fine. We're working on it. Um, it all came to a head. Uh, this wasn't last... Was it last year that we went to Pride together? It wasn't this past June. It was the June before, right? Yeah. So last year it came to a head because you were like, I want you to go to Pride with me. And I was like, I, like I was telling you I wanted to go. But it finally occurred to me what that entailed, which was dudes in makeup drag which is weird i've always been cool with drag we watch you paul's drag race together all the time yeah but you wearing makeup just i don't know i guess it hit home different i don't fucking know probably because it's it, 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 it <clears throat> effect isn't the right word but i don't know what other word i wanted to use so watching someone on rupaul's drag race doesn't affect you personally like someone that you know physically yeah. In your own space, wearing makeup or painting their nails and all that. It might have been, like, a disconnect, too, because, like, again, used to be really against men wearing makeup. But, like, men who act, who are on camera in theater, have worn makeup for centuries. Yeah. Originally, men or women couldn't be in theater. So men were wearing makeup as women and cross-dressing all the time. Which, whatever. I think the disconnect was, it's on TV and it's a professional thing that they do. So that was the disconnect for me, was that, like, they're doing it for a reason. It never occurred to me that they were doing that because it made them happy and made them money or whatever they do. Because that is their profession. That's what they do for a living. They do makeup. They do drag shows. Whatever. Like, in my head, I'm like, well, they're getting paid to do it, right? Whatever. You're getting paid to act. But I've never had exposure to anything that wasn't that. Because you're all I've got. Yeah. That sounded so fucking sad. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> I'm not nearly as comfortable as I was last time talking about my dick don't work, so this is pretty cool. My dick does work. Clarifying again, did not work in the instance. We're moving on. Listen to last episode. <laughs> so, last Pride, you were doing, you did your makeup up. You were mm-hmm. fucking, let's do this, whatever. Um... I think the difference for me was, God, we haven't talked about this at all, actually. I haven't mentioned this to you. Um, we were there for, like, three or four hours. Mm-hmm. 
like a pretty long time and it was fucking huge mm-hmm. there was that sidebar that, there was that dude remember that little old man that was running around calling people faggots and screaming at groups of people yeah he was gonna come up to fucking us and i he like walked up to me i just fucking stared at him because i'm next to you you're in makeup you have the flags and stuff i'm just a 5 10 280 pound dude in plaid and jeans looking like I don't belong anywhere near what's going on. We, we weren't even there yet. We were walking to downtown Denver yeah. to get there because we had to park far away. But the dude walked up. I just fucking looked at him. I was like, if you say a goddamn word, I'll drop you right the fuck here. He was like five nothing. I would have beat his fucking ass. But we got there and we walked around. I was like, oh my God, this is, I'm so happy that like, there is something, like there's a place or an event for you to go to that is great. Like, there's people that, I know I'm going off on tangents, people. Like, people are like, get to the point. I'm just trying to tell you how I felt being somebody who's never been to a Pride and has never, like, actively been part of that scene since high school when I did, like, the leaderships and trying to change laws and stuff. Wow, I used to do a lot more for people. Okay. Um, so, being there, like, seeing a place where you can go, and I've never gone to, like, comic-con with you or anything either like this is the biggest gathering of shit that you and i have ever been to that was directly important to you Mm -hmm. and had no bearing on me whatsoever usually it's the opposite with us like we'll go somewhere because i want to go or we have it in common not we're going somewhere because you want to be there you is in you not world you okay so it started to rain we brought an umbrella you and i are not small men no. A single-person umbrella <laughs> is not going to cover one of us. And probably the most loving thing I've ever done in my life was I held it over you for the hours that we were there because I didn't want your makeup to run. Yeah, you did. Because, like, seeing you under the umbrella and seeing you be like, this is fucking great. And I know that little things matter to you, too. Um, fun fact, uh, we'll talk about it later. It's fine. Um, <laughs> so, we, people love differently, right? Yeah. So, small jet. Are you crying? No. Oh, okay, you just walked around. <laughs> I was like, don't start yet. <laughs> um, like just walking around, like for hours, just like watching you, like take it all in and be like, I look how I want to look and represent myself to these people. Like if you're covered in fucking rain, like you had glitter and shit on you. Like yeah, I had bot, I had body glitter and everything. Yeah, you were fuck. You were just fucking. <laughs> I was gay. You were a fucking disco ball. <laughs> like, like just seeing you take it all in like love it like Mm -hmm. god it's so huge um it was denver pride by the way we live in colorado it was denver pride specifically i feel like we should clarify that instead of just saying pride like people know um but we went and i held the umbrella over you and like i could see like just the look in your face Mm -hmm. you know me i'm hyper aware of things so i'm attentive i try to like notice things so i can help or like whatever people love differently so like i was showing my love for you by doing that and like covering the water covering you from the water and getting rained on Mm -hmm. which again the most loving thing i've ever done in my fucking life yeah um and like it just like in the moment seeing you walk around i'm like he can't be fucking weird look at all of these i don't want to say normal because that's subjective look at all of these people that exist there was one dude that was wearing nothing but a fucking banana hammock. Mm-hmm. That was... I'm sorry. There were multiple people wearing nothing but a banana hammock. I don't know how they identify. But, like, just seeing that and that, like, you felt like you belonged and you had a place to be and you were there with your best friend because you had gone days prior with your other friends. Mm-hmm. 
Other people you might call best friends. I don't really fucking care. I can't remember who it was. I think it was Darcy. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. <laughs> Fuck. Because I, I've been to everyone, so they all kind of just... Yeah, you go all the time. You were really upset when this party was canceled. Yeah. Which, like, how I know it meant so much to you. But, like, that day when we went through all that and I was hanging out with you, I was like, this isn't weird. It's fine. Like, why should there be an issue with a person a person wearing makeup? I was going to say a person identifying as a man, but that's irrelevant. You wear makeup if you want to. Who gives a fuck? Dude, girl, you got a dick, fucking pussy, everything in between. Oh, God, I hate I that one. I know you hate <laughs> it. You got a dick, pussy, or some good old pussy. You can Oof. wear my fucking coat. Um, <laughs> you can wear makeup if you want to. Like, it just... It's not often that I get to see something that, you, like, from your point of view that makes you as happy as that day did. And you were, like, weeks prior, you are like, I need this specific makeup or whatever it was. Like, I don't get to see that glimmer in your eye often. You see it in me all the time. You hear me talk about my dumb shit all the fucking time. Yeah. You used to have to deal with it in, your, in our fucking apartment. Mm-hmm. Just there, every day, like, I got this new thing. And you're like, that's cool. Can you fucking get it out of my way? <laughs> so I didn't, like, seeing... Being on the other side, seeing how much, like, something just, it w- it's not little, it's a huge fucking thing, but, like, seeing how much that, like, few hours in time, like, meant so much to you, and wanting to get ready for it, like, it just occurred to me, like, there's no fucking reason that I should give you shit for wearing makeup. Like, that's not fair. Wear makeup if you fucking want to. There are people that choose not to wear makeup, there are people that do. Who fucking cares? Um, we also talked about, not si- sidebar, whatever. Um, at a certain point when we get visual, Steven might be doing my makeup, which I'm still uncomfortable with. <laughs> I think it'll but, be a lot of fun. Which includes, I guess, trimming my ratty-ass beard. Yeah, a little bit. Give you a, yeah, little, it, a little clean um, up. A coworker told me that day it looks like pubes. So, mm-hmm. Which is fair, it does. I don't use um, any... I guess I use beard wash, because I was told I had to. Um, I use beard wash, but I don't use any products, which, again, the ideals and the sexism, I always say, because I'm not a fucking woman. And I don't pamper that way. Which is not fair. I'm getting better. I am taking care of myself more. It's fine. Um, people progress all the time. I, I'm not going to stop growing up at 25. I will be better. It Eventually. Might be, it might be slow going. But <laughs> I mean, we're better. It, it took years for me to get over the makeup thing. Which it shouldn't have. But I was raised by a six-year-old man. That fucking... I think he loved Reagan or whatever. I can't remember. He was, my grandfather's a very red person in terms of political. Mm-hmm. So the traditional man is what he is. And his views on gays were not ideal. Neither are my dad's. He used to call you a fucking fairy all the time when you drank over my house. Yeah. There was a point in time where he just said you couldn't be over anymore because he said that you were weird and not normal. I didn't know as a kid that that was instilling, instilling gay hate in me, which came out very heavy in middle school. And, like, freshman year of high school. But, like, I, I know that it's affected you, like, even in small ways or whatever. But mm-hmm. that's the most glaring thing that I have, like, in terms of just being a dude. Because, like, other things, like, I can't think of, like, anything else that you can't do that, like, stereotypically a guy should be able to do that I've ever given you shit for. Mm-hmm. Like, I help you with your car. I'm not a mechanic or anything, but I know, like, the super basic shit. Like, the makeup thing has been, like, the heaviest thing. Point of contention on my part in our relationship. Obviously, it's going to be a me issue. Because there's no issue with you doing it. It's me being a dick and being like, I'm not comfortable being around this person wearing makeup. Which, again, 
the shittiest thing that I could possibly do. Uh, Like, I don't know any other men that wear makeup. I think one guy at work wears makeup sometimes. The guy I tried to get you to fuck. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, God. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, it's funny because, you know, I obviously I I was a part of all of that. And, like, I noticed noticed it, but it... (sighs) We've never talked about this before, by the way. Like, we've never talked about my realization of him, like, me being cool with it. Like, it's just... Like, I get... Things don't need to have a big announcement. Like, it's okay if things are just... They just are. That's fine. But we've never had a discussion of me going from essentially calling you a fucking woman or saying go be a woman and being, like, the most homophobic I could be or the most toxic masculinity I could be to just all of a sudden, hey, your makeup looks nice today. Like, there was no transition. Yeah. We never had a discussion about it. We don't talk about these things. That is the whole point of this podcast. Go. Sorry. It, no, it's okay. <laughs> um, I, I'm sure I, 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 maybe I just never dealt with it or, what, or I just ignored it uh, or I laughed it off. But, like, being a part of that experience and then, like, leaving to go do whatever I was doing, wearing makeup or whatever, going to work with my nails painted, um, and then having, like, my friends be like, oh my gosh, you look really good today, you know, that contour's on, on fleek, like, your highlighter looks really good, or, like, um, when I started at my current store, because I transferred, you know. Yeah. Um, when did you transfer again? Like, we're going to do a timeline. It's like, it was two years ago, and I was at my first store for six years. years. Yeah, it'll Actually, be. It's like, it's, been like, it's, been like it's been a little longer. It was when we lived yeah. behind King's? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So I was at my first store for six years, and then I've been at this one for two. And my first day there, I had my nails painted because I felt comfortable in doing that. Yeah. And everyone was like, "That's really cool. Like, we don't we we've never had someone that paints their nails like." For frame of reference, the both of these stores are in our same town. Yeah. There's maybe five no about six miles in between them so like we're not talking about he didn't transfer to a more conservative town or anything we're still in the same area yeah it's just a different working environment okay um and then like you know i have my kids my um the people under me and they love it all the time i like they'll walk up and they'll be like Oh, you're yeah. I like your the color you chose today, or like it. Like I haven't been wearing it in the past couple of days. Like, why haven't you painted your nails? Like, we need a new color. Like, all those things. And then I I was talking with um, my friend last night because um, he also paints his nails, and um, the one that was here. Okay. And we know I had noticed the other day that one of my kids came in on his off day shopping and he had his nails painted and it was like a super like bright pink color. And I was like, Oh, that's cool. But then he came to work the next day and his nails weren't painted. He had taken it off. So I don't know what that was about, but we were talking and I was like, like, I think the kids seeing us be different than a traditional person. Um, really like inspires them i guess yeah and they think it's so cool and i love that i guess i <clears throat> i've never really had an issue i mean i've had people 
um, customers yeah. call me a faggot, tell me they're going to meet me outside, beat me the fuck up, that they kill people like me, blah, 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 all that shit. Um, but those people are insignificant to me. Yeah, it, like, sh- shakes me for the moment, but I get over it because they do not matter to me and their opinions don't matter. I mean, yeah, but if people are threatening, though, you threatening you, though, you should have somebody take, like, walk you to your car. Oh, I, they always... Or fucking call me. Yeah. Okay. I've, I, when the couple instances where that's happened, there's been, one, other people around, and two, they've always been working long enough with yeah. me that they walk me to my car. Yeah. Or whatever. So. I just fucking... God, what year would I have been in? When did you transfer schools in high school? Sophomore year? Uh, it was the end of my junior year. My first semester of my junior year. I don't think... Okay. So I just realized it's like super weird that I was giving you shit. Um, so somebody that we went to school with um, at the time, I have learned later is trans. Um, a trans uh, female, I believe is how they identify now. I'm not sure anymore. I haven't talked to them in years. But we had an art class together and they at the time were... What's it called? Um, presenting male, Right. They had pitched to me, they're like, hey, I'm going to, looking back, these were huge um, signs and red flags, but not red flags, it's not a bad thing that they're trans, but these were things to notice. They had come to me one day and they said, hey, oh yeah, you weren't there for this, because it was in April of junior year, so you would have been gone, because that's second semester. They said, hey, I'm going to come in a dress and makeup, and me being an asshole, called him a faggot then we got over it and we talked about it and i said oh why and like well it's not april fool's gonna be for april fool's day and i looked at them and i was like that's not like really a prank though i don't understand like are you getting more people to do it with you they're like no i'm just gonna do it and i was like you're gonna get beat up because they were how tall are you five six you're okay maybe Maybe a touch taller than you, but like 140 pounds soaking wet. So, maybe like 5'7 or something. Um, And they're like, I'm going to do this. And I was like, okay. Um, Me trying to be a good friend was like, I will try to do something. Right? Growing up in a really conservative family, or a fairly conservative family with six boys, and the only female in my life is my grandmother. A little hard to pull off drag at home. But, um, I went to the store, God, this is fucking insane, um, I went to the store, my girlfriend at the time, um, you know who it is, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, I dated her all through high school, yeah, not my first girlfriend, he was a giant cunt, <laughs> yeah, I got yes. you, we got this, well, you hated my first girlfriend, so that's, yeah, yeah you fuck, everybody did, um, so, I bought the tightest fucking jeans I could. I didn't know skinny jeans were a thing until this happened. How do men wear that? <laughs> like, it... It fucking pinched some things. Um, got those. I bought black shoes. And I... Because I, I was working at McDonald's at the time. Fuck fast food, by the way. Um, and I got, like, a tutu. And a, I was a fedora person. I got a you right disgusting it's disgusting um my old facebook got deleted i have the photos there i wouldn't show you i can't find them anywhere have you seen them before yeah i mean i'll 
Yeah. I wouldn't say it's not drag. Like I'm not wearing a fucking fake bra and shit. But it's me in my five ten glory and like a really tight black shirt. This was a hundred pounds ago. But in a tight black shirt, a black tutu, fingerless gloves that are like um fishnet style. I don't yeah. yeah. Black lipstick, eyeliner, and like um what goes on your eye- eyeliner? Fake lashes? No. Mascara. Mascara. And mascara. My girlfriend did this for me at the time, which she is a wonderful ally to the people. Fucking great. She did my makeup and everything. I showed up to school and was not received super well. Um, there are numerous people that lived in our neighborhood that tried to fight my friend. And they only stopped when they learned that I would fight them for them. Which should not be the standard that the world should be. It shouldn't be fighting and stuff. But I guess, like, that story is just me trying to help my friend and wearing makeup. Which, since then, I've obviously gotten more conservative with and saying you're a grown fucking man. Which is not fair, and that's, like, that's just people progressing and learning. But I'm throwing out there that I'm a hypocrite, because I'm sure some of my friends will, like, at some point will hear this and be like, that motherfucker wore makeup. I think it was, like, three days in a row I did it for them. And I learned after after high school that they transitioned and became a female, and they're like, "That really helped me a lot." I'm like, "Thanks for doing that." And they're like, "It meant nothing to you, but before you showed up to school, I was getting full bottles of. Do you remember Sobies? Yeah. Yeah, they're getting full bottles of Sobies thrown at their fucking head, which is not okay. Yeah. Which, fuck, that God, I'd still fucking fight them over it. Um, that was really shitty. And, like, we had one class. I told them I did stole fucking day and go to every class though if I needed to. They were a year ahead of us, so they were a senior and I was a junior. But, like, I just, I'm realizing the hypocrisy in my life of you can't wear makeup or the names of things, glitter or whatever. Um, but I, like, did it in high school for some, for a friend that is, by and large, in terms of strength, less of a friendship than you ever have been to me. Yeah. So, it just highlights how shitty of a friend that I have to be you specifically in our life. I don't think I've ever been as good of a friend, but also as shitty of a friend to anybody. But, I mean, experiences of 22 years, obviously, like, shit's going to happen. I'm not always going to be a good person. Or even a moderate person. (laughs) Mediocre. That's the word I was looking for. But... Like, I just, I'm sorry that I ever made fun of you. I've never straight up told you sorry about this, so this is fucking live mic shit right now. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, we were talking this whole time and I never got an apology out. I'm sorry that I ever made fun of you. It was not okay. I fucking love you dearly, and I will, I'll fucking walk around with an umbrella for five fucking days straight with you to make sure your makeup doesn't get wet now. <laughs> Good every fucking pride to you. Keep you cool. Yeah. I fucking love you. Fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know. <laughs> this wasn't as dark as I was hoping. No. Oh, I was, I think we talked about this already. So, this was an idea that I had pitched to you. I'm going to throw it out there. Nobody's, I'm like throwing it out to people like, like they're going to respond. Nobody's commenting or anything. Not yet. Not yet. We'll get there. We currently have 17 listeners, it said, for analytics. Yeah. We have like 30. On average. Yeah, 33 listens across both podcasts and 17 engaged listeners. One of which is me, technically, because I use my private Spotify to listen to our podcast. So, 16, I guess. People I work with and our analytics say that there's people that are, like, in age ranges that I never told about. So, that could be people that you work with that somehow found it. 
Or just people from, like, the Facebook ad-boosting fucking thing. Yeah. But, where the fuck... Where was I? Oh, right. Um, our opening is... What is it? Oh, hey, thanks for checking. I'm still... That thing? So, I was... I'm hoping to find a different intro for, like, the episodes like this, where we have to sit and have a serious talk. That way, it's letting people know ahead of time, like, what the fuck is happening. Um, so I was hoping to get, like, the first, like, ten seconds of Simon Garfunkel's Sound of Silence. Be like, hello, darkness, my old friend. Oh, gotcha, yeah. That. Yeah. <clears throat> super, like, in terms of our generation, super relatable song. Super relatable intro. It's in memes and vines and fucking, I'm sure it's on TikTok somewhere It is on TikTok, shit. yeah. Like, it is, I'm not sure that it would get us, like, any more listeners, but it would be a nice, like intro between like us being we're garbage talking about our garbage lives to hey sometimes we want to die like it's a nice heads up instead of like hitting the ground fucking running with i want to hang myself at work from this steel in the back okay mm. all right what it's fucking good i don't know how long have we been going uh 52 minutes are you fucking serious yeah Oh my goodness, we didn't think that we were going to make this whole thing an hour. I did talk a long time about it, because I wanted to take all of the experiences in. You need to go to NDK with me sometime. Yeah. Uh, NDK is non-desucon, which is an anime convention here in Colorado. I haven't been since high school, mm-hmm. so it's been six years since, seven year, six years since I've gone. Because last time I went was with my girlfriend at the time, and then Noah, my little brother, and Preston, my little cousin, who was also the same name as Noah all went together and we haven't been back since mainly because i don't talk to a lot of the people that were my friends that go like my friend david who's in the heavy metal band birds of true shout out to them not sponsored but whatever if you like death metal check him out um he's like if you ever want a room we can crash but like i'd be more comfortable just going with you or however we can figure it out so it's a smaller scale comic-con yeah. Like, I've heard that Comic-Con is, like, I think, like, 30,000 people go to it. Yeah, it's something like that. When I went to NDK, the biggest, I think, was just under 10. I mean, I'm sure it's bigger now. They actually had to switch venues a while ago to a huger, huger, a larger um, hotel or whatever the fuck they're at now. I think they might use the same one as DCC, Denver Comic-Con. Possibly. The convention center? Yeah. 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 I want to yeah. go back to Comic-Con. Obviously, this year it was canceled. I don't think I think it'll be canceled next year too. Yeah, I've never been. I wanted to go with you last year, but it didn't pan out where I could afford to go, and you had plans because you're going with Sam and Allie. We can. I don't think they're gonna care. No, I didn't go last year. I went two years ago with them. Oh yeah, we didn't go last year. Yeah, something happened. Not this past year, not 2020. We're talking about 2019. We didn't go. I don't remember why I didn't go. I don't think I could get anyone to go with me last year. Fucking me. I get a month off a year, and I never use it. Uh, no, yeah, I went, the last time I went was two years ago, Yeah. and I went with Allie. Yeah. How much are passes for that? Uh, for three days, it's like 80 bucks. That's a lot of money. <laughs> I mean, I guess, like, for three days of shit. Do you guys go to panels and stuff, or did you? No. You didn't like I, it? If I, if I go again, I will probably just get a one-day pass, because I, the, all, the only thing that I do when I go is look at the like shopping area yeah. and look at all the cool shit so for stuff like that it's a lot nicer you and i are th- not these kind of people but 
Are you like a type A, like an aggressive achiever? I'm not. Um. Yeah. You think so? Okay. So like. No, I wouldn't say aggressive, but. Well, yeah. So I would say I'm a type B. You're saying you're type A. I would say we probably need like a higher, um, like more organized type A. Like. I don't think they'll care. I mean, if she if if they care, I'll I'll let them know that I mentioned their name and we can we can like beep it out or whatever. Uh, Misty also. My second longest friend I've ever had, because I've known her since sophomore year. So that's... Holy fuck. That's 14 e- No, it's not. It's not 14 years. No. Six years plus... It's nine years. I fucked up. It's nine years. I've known her nine years. Um, she and my other friends are more organized. Like, they'll have... Like, there's a map of the venue, and they're like, this thingy is happening at this time. This other thingy is, too, and they'll tell you what rooms they're in. I never understood that. Like, that's a lot of info for me to take in. Mm-hmm. So we always did panels when we went, but I would just go with them. Because the panels are free with your pass. Yeah. So it's. I found out my second year going, it's a lot more fun when you actually do things. Other than, like, um, I don't know what's called at DCC, but it's called Artist Alley at yeah. NDK. Artist Alley, yeah. Yeah. Where you just have... Um, there's Artist Alley where you can get artist, and then there is... I can't remember what it's called. There's just... It's just like a room with shit you can buy mm-hmm. like artist alley is for original artists and artwork fuck um whatever it doesn't matter there's a room where you can buy weapons anime stuff like that i don't cosplay or anything like that i'm not like a super huge like i'm not super into it i just think it's cool to see shit like that um before people are like look at the fucking weeb up in this bitch um i mean i guess i am but i'm not as heavy in anime as i used to be but I think, like, if we go to DCC and, like, do panels and shit, or NDK and do panels, I think it'd be more fun. There, I don't know if they've done it, but at NDK, there's, like, a, do you remember, I can't remember what it's called, it's, like, choice-guided books that you would read. Like, you would read a book to a page, make a choice, flip to whatever page it tells you to, and you could, like... Yeah, those story. are really cool. So they have a panel that's a zombie apocalypse thing. I thought it was, like, a VR thing when it came out, but I guess at the time, VR wasn't actually a thing yet, because it was, like, in 2013. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, but it came out so like you sit down in a room with like a hundred people and you all vote on decisions they're like here's a scenario kill this person let them live whatever you all vote and based on majority rules you follow the path of the story and like different people were killed off throughout it like you're given a character it's like it's like relatively fast pace pace um, like D&D without like dice rolls if you ever played D&D yeah. I played it like super briefly in high school like a couple times so it's like, I think it took two hours, which I guess that's a long time, but like for a hundred people organized, it's not like, and you always like everybody died or you make it to the end. Like these little things happen throughout where like they have visual stuff up to and like a green screen so you can see like stuff going on and you just vote and it's like really cool. And then you can meet like voice actors and stuff. Um, probably not the best one to bring up, but the only one I ever met, uh, Vic Mignogna, he voices Edward El- Elric in both full metal alchemist series he also voices i think somebody from fruits basket or in high school host club i can't remember or in high school host club i think and then he voices broly from dragon ball z in all iterations um met him recently he's had some shit come out about him that is not savory and he may have been kind of creepy with younger women i don't know how much of that is true i haven't like looked into it I think that most of the cases have been dropped. But met him, you can meet really cool people like Sean Schemmel, who voices Goku too. You can meet him. Chris Sabat, who voices Vegeta and All Might. He voices All Might because you watch My Hero Connection. 
he voices All Might. He's he goes to those sometimes. I mean, obviously they only go if they're paid. But it's really cool to meet people and get stuff signed. Yeah. Like Misty loves Vic Mignogna, so she got a bunch of fucking shit signed by him when we went. We were in line for like six fucking hours the first day. Mm. We just played. I didn't have a phone then. Remember, this is before I had a cell phone. Ooh, I mean that's not dated. I all of you had cell phones before I did. I didn't get one until I was nineteen. Wow. Okay, so I didn't have a cell phone, so we just played cards all day because I couldn't do anything else. There wasn't like Wi-Fi that I could use. Um, so six hours playing cards, <laughs> waiting for some blonde forty-five-year-old to sign a book. But I think it's cool. It's shit to do. I mean, oh, I was gonna ask you, fuck, yawning. Um, I mean, we've got no feedback. Do you want to keep these at an hour, or do you want to like go longer, or like how do you want to do it in general? Um, I feel like an hour. Like, we are at an hour right now, yeah. and it's not that bad. It's not. I feel like, um, I feel like the, like, whatever we can do, because I feel like most people are going to be listening to this either at work or, like, on commute. So, like, whatever. Oh, okay. I mean, never mind. I just searched the average commute, and it's like. Uh, it's only like half an hour, which I thought it was over an hour last time I checked. No, yeah, it's 27 minutes. So, I figured people can listen to this at work. Like, my coworker who listens to it that, like, I got a lot of the feedback on. He hates our name, by the way. I already told you that. Yeah. A lot of people are like, your name doesn't say what you are. I'm like, well, most podcasts that I listen to don't really say, like, what they're in the name. Like, yeah. I listen to TESD, which stands for Tell, Tell Him Steve Dave. Which is a reference to a movie that these two dudes were in 30 years ago, and they played a five-second role. It has nothing to do with their podcast, except they're the two dudes. So, it doesn't necessarily have to say, uh, like, what we're doing. Like, this is what we came up with first. If we have to change it later, I mean, we can. It's the internet, but whatever. Yeah. Um, I just think, like, we should talk until we're done. I mean, the toxic masculinity wasn't, like... A huge heavy thing to talk about. I mean, I think it goes along with, like, the sexism. Like, when I'm at work, a lot of three, I think, like, three of the people that work with me are actively going to therapy. And they say that I need it, which is, will be accurate and very obvious once we've done more of these. Um, my response to them a lot is that I'm not a woman or a bitch, uh, which is extremely toxic to say. I've started not saying very, that. very toxic. It is. Yeah. Um, I'm a toxic person. That's why I'm single. I'm getting better. But, um, like talking to them, I'm like talking to them more because I work with more progressive people. I realize like how the things that I say, but like the things that I say affect other people to some degree. So learning there's nothing's wrong with therapy and stuff like that. But like, talking to you and like having these topics to talk about because like we have to think about them like sexism the toxic masculinity like we have a whole topic about like we're gonna go more in depth about your journey as a gay man and then opposite of that not that it matters or is anywhere as impactful or whatever my journey is somebody who is originally not super okay with that i wasn't like burn them at the stake but i would say faggot which Again, not cool. I love you to death. You know I'm not saying it to be hurtful right now. Yeah. Like, going from that to being, like, 
holding an umbrella over your head for three hours while it rains to cover your makeup. Like, there's... Obviously, those things are connected with... I mean, I don't think you came out because you figured out I was okay with gay people. I, I feel like I started becoming an ally in high school because I tried to pull you to GSA, which you wouldn't go to with me, except I think one time, maybe? Yeah, you went one time. I did. And then you didn't want to go back again. I don't know if that was like, you you didn't want your mom to find out, or like you didn't want to be associated with such a thing, which is fair. I got called a faggot every single day we left that, those meetings and stuff. Every fucking day. That's terrible. And I had, I remember fucking one dude, Zion, one of Zion's hick friends, um, he like found me in the hallways on my off period and he fucking walked by me. He's like, you still a fucking faggot? And I was like, are you still a fucking asshole? Cause I never told anybody in high school that I wasn't gay. Yeah. Because I figured if they thought that I was, they would bother me and not say you or, um, like, are we not using names? Or, you know, the other gay guys that were at our school. Yeah. Really great dudes. Whatever. But better than bother. Not that I was a huge dude in high school. I was still 5'10", maybe like 200 pounds or so. Like, better to bother me who's been in fights rather than like you or the other two dudes who soaking wet or 90 pounds. Yeah. Um, so like, I just, I never told anybody like whether like my sexuality in high school, because I was cool with them bugging me and not you, which is like a really weird thing to tell you now, because it, like that never would have occurred. You still got bullied. We, we talked about this all, all the time. I don't want to end the podcast yet. I want to talk to you about this. I want to get this shit off my chest. Um, are you done? Just keep going. You want to stop talking? Okay, cool. <laughs> Fucking, uh, the dude at work is like, you shouldn't be monitoring your time. You should just go with it. I'm like, bro, we, like, there's a limit to how much we can talk. But, like, I just remember, like, being in school, I remember, not to bring up this, uh, you came out as bi. Yeah. And I used to call you a fucking faggot all the time for it. And I remember... Um, you, so I used to, in high school, I don't know, it's fine, we'll talk about it. Um, in high school, you told me that your mom hated me, right? Do you remember that? Yes. Because I, because I called you a faggot. Yeah. So, learning years later that she didn't, did you ever actually tell her that? Because you were afraid of her, like, you liking dick. No, I never told her. Yeah. So, like, in high school, I always thought your mom hated me because I called you a faggot for being bi. It became very apparent later when you came out as gay and, like, my mom doesn't know, please don't tell her. That, like, not not on you or anything, I'm not trying to catch you on, like, a lie. I understood at the time that it was probably a lie, too. M- most parents that we know were, wouldn't have been cool with that. My parents sure as fuck wouldn't have been. But, like, I remember that so vividly that, like, I, you said that you remember me, like, being a dick to you. You transferred because of dealing with, like, the bullying yeah, Which was, and other things, but yeah, that was a big part. Yeah, and I like remember learning that as an adult that like I used to essentially I'm not even gonna say essentially I used to bully you like relentlessly for being gay. You even um, the chick that I dated, you dated her prior. For was it like a week? No, it wasn't even. It was like a a day. It was like a day. So like you, not actively, but like you blips on the radar dated girls in high school i'm assuming it's like a cover-up or like a am finding myself kind of thing 
Hmm. Which probably, like, how you came in terms of, like, I'm by, like, I like dudes, but if I'm, I don't want to say 50-50 because that's not how that works. If you're, like, if I'm into both, I can still be in, like, under the radar with the bullying because I still like girls. Yeah. That, that's exactly why I did it because yeah. I was, like, I can like both and be okay with it. And I felt that most people, and it wasn't true at all, but I felt like more people are were accepting at that time of bisexual people because it, it like they liked the opposite sex still and it, it wouldn't have affected me as much. And a, a lot of what I heard was actually the opposite because they were like, pick a fucking lane. Yeah. Like they weren't like, oh, you like both? That's fine. You Like you still like women right no it was like you no you can't like both that's not how the world works and you can only be out and gay at our school if you are popular enough yes like the two three dudes that we know were much more in the more like higher scale of like what popularity would be yeah you and i were essentially untouchables (laughs) um well no we weren't that low like you we had friends that were popular but, like, there was no social hierarchy that you could have taken advantage of to be, like, I'm gay and, like, have a bunch of friends that are girls defend you. Yeah. It did happen. Um, I know that some of them did. And I've also seen independent of you. Because you and I didn't have a ton of classes together. I don't think that we ever had a class together. I don't think we ever did. Which is fucking shitty. So many, like, fucking lost opportunities with jokes and memories there. But, like, I remember you telling me, that, like, there were a few girls at school that would protect you. Which was cool. But, like, by and large, the group of friends that, like, Zion hung out with, because Zion at the time was homophobic. My cousin is not homophobic now. But, like, his whole group of friends are super homophobic still. Like, to such a degree. And, like, they were a huge part of the school. And I remember, like, learning some people were gay. I remember, like, my senior year after, like, the GSA became, like, a more heavy influence around the school. And people that were popular started to join it. It started becoming, like, a more accepted thing. So I remember, like, physically watching the transition, like, up to you leaving. And then, like, suddenly our last year, it's more of an accepted thing. Which is evident because a year after we graduated, it became legal. Yeah. June 26, 2015. Yep. Gay marriage became legal. Uh, Which I credit as the last time that I cried. Because uh, I was so fucking happy for you. Yeah. That you could marry somebody that you loved and that people in general could. Because um, in the GSA, you didn't know this after you left, but I was in it for, um, you were there, so three years. And we, like, hosted Day of Silence in April. We, like, advertised across the entire school, like, that we had a safe space. Like, I talked, I hate talking in front of people. You know this. I'm super shy. I'm pretty anxious written. I would talk in front of the class and like announce that we were doing this. Knowing full well that 90% of that class hates gay people or anything. Unless it's two chicks making out, then that's fine. Which was always a weird thing to me. But whatever. But like we slowly gathered people. To such a degree that we actually had the GSA Leadership Summit. Which was... I haven't gone to it since then, but it was the first time on a large scale that people could meet. It was at the Denver Art College, could meet and discuss law 
and how to actively change your community from a young age. So I went without you, which was the scariest fucking thing I had done up to that point, was go anywhere that far without you. A teacher drove us in her car, which we had to get a bunch of slips for. But um, all I can say his name, because it doesn't matter because he doesn't have the same name anymore. I think he's non-binary now. Max went with me. Max and his sister, who I still am in contact with the sister. They're both the most phenomenal people I know. Her name is well, her name's Laura. She's fucking wonderful. Um, I went with them to it, and I made my friend Nathan there, who you know, or you you haven't met him, but you know of him. I've talked to you about him. Um, but we went there and we talked about like how to open a conversation for like gay people this is so foreign now with like it being legal and most people i know are okay with it so it's so foreign to think that there was a time in the world where you realistically speaking would have like gotten like sucker punched on the street for being openly gay yeah like realistically speaking you would have Mm -hmm. like so going from that like i felt like i was like part of such a bigger thing like i felt like i was being a good ally i wasn't in relation to actually being one but like you had transferred at that time so like you and i didn't talk a ton until i got my job who almost said it until i got a job working with you i think a year after graduation and that's when like we reconnected but like i was trying to do so much in that time probably for making up for being a shitty friend and not talking to you for a while and like just trying to be better Cause like dad's super homophobic. I used to call you faggot all the time, but like, I, I wish, I think you would have come out sooner if you had gone with me to those things. Cause you would have, uh, you don't think no, so? no, I mean, no, I mean, I, for anyone who cares, I guess I truly like, I obviously I came out to all of you guys. Yeah. You came out when we were 22. Was it that short ago? Really? Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Nope. I feel like it was longer than that. Nope. We... I feel like it's been, we like, 18. 20. We were 20. We weren't 18. We were 20. Because it, be- it was the year before I could drink with you legally. Because we hadn't mm. had my party then. You and I were driving. No, it was because I, we were still going to Algiers. We were. So, and that was, like, I stopped going to Algiers my the year of my 20th birthday. So it was before that. Really? It was when we were 19? Yeah. Oh, I still had my Civic. It was when we were 19. I had that shitty-ass fucking... I hated that car. Yeah. But I remember... You think you still would have waited? I guess that's not that long to wait. I thought that we were in our 20s when you... No. But, like I said... Well, I, um, I, I told all of you, and you're like, yeah, we. everyone was just like, yeah, we already know. I don't I remember, know. Fuck. I, I didn't almost cry, but like I was so fucking proud of you. We were going home, and... I can't remember what it was. Oh, I was I was talking to you about some... I think it was some dude off BuzzFeed or something. I can't remember his fucking name. But he was talking about being a gay man, but, like, appreciating, like, the beauty of a woman body. He doesn't want to fuck it or stick his dick in it, but he's like, women are beautiful. I yeah. just don't want to have sex with them. And you looked at me, and you're like, oh. And I was, he was like, I think I kind of feel that way. And, like, I'm sure you had this inkling before, but it was, like, that moment where you just looked at me like, I'm gay. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, I knew... Like, yeah. I thought this whole time you were and you were out. I, I didn't know that it was a point of contention. 
but you're like, oh, I'm fucking gay. And, like, I took you, I felt so bad because we were on our way to your house. And I basically just dropped you off after you were like, I'm fucking gay. And I just left you with it. Yeah. And then, like, a week later, um, do you think they'll care? I mean, we've been using our fucking names this whole time. Uh, you, you and me, like, texted Sam and Ellie and we're like, hey, we need to sit down and talk. Yeah. And we showed up and I was I was so fucking proud of you. I was so nervous for some reason. Even <laughs> I was so nervous. You were like, oh I'm gay and they're like, Cool, do you want a fucking cookie? Basically. They were yeah. Like, yeah. Welcome to the real world that we live in. Yeah. No shit you're gay. And yeah. Like, oh. But like I, I obviously all my friends know. That and was really big stuff. Um I really technically I guess didn't come out until this year. Yeah, when you made that post. When I posted on Facebook that I that I was coming out. I was so fucking proud of you. And you know, some of my family knows now, yeah. and my mom, whatever, we'll talk about that on a different episode, but, um, yeah, so, it, like, for me, it, it's still a thing I'm dealing with, Yeah. and, I mean, I've, I've, I've accepted it years ago, yeah, even before I came out, I was like, I'm still gonna say I'm bi, I know that I'm not, but it's whatever, so you and I, I don't think that we'll get super into it, but like, you had struggles with sexuality. Like you went from middle school, like I always thought, I always thought that you were gay, which is why I bullied you, which is why I'm fucking shitty. But also, like fucking side note, there is not a single. This is so fucked up. It's fine. Um, there has not been a single week that goes by that I haven't thought about how shitty I was to you in high school. And we've actually had this conversation several times, um, three or four times. Already, yeah. Where like, I've apologized to you directly. Um, and you basically just tell me you don't remember most of it. Like you're like, you were like, this is sadder, but you're like, the bullying was so significant other ways that like your friend bullying you was just an insignificant blip in it. Yeah. Which is the worst fucking thing for a kid in high school. But that it, it's not, I was like, that didn't make me feel better, but, like, I'm not the one that needs to feel better in this situation. I just, like I told you, I'm fucking sorry for all the shit that I did. Like, like I said, there's not a week, even to this day, where I don't think about it, which is why I brought it up to you so many times. Yeah. Because I like to reiterate that I'm, I'm better, and I, I just need you to know that I'm better. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking... <laughs> my HR person's gonna listen to this and she's like she's gonna be like you used to call your you used to call fucking Steven a faggot you piece of shit yeah yeah cause she god I fucking rave about you I know and it bothers me but, um you don't so we don't talk about our private lives we're gonna have a whole episode about this cause I have stories on stories but not to the same degree as you but I've also had a journey of sexuality. This is the first time I'm ever telling you about this. Oh, yikes. You had no fucking idea. <laughs> Here we go again. He's throwing me for a loop, y'all. He's throwing me for well, a goddamn loop. Well, no. We, we talked about this the other day where you where I was like, um, God, people work. It's fine. Whatever. It's cool. They they don't all know, but they, they know. Um, Excuse me. So, we, I always tell you that I've had sex with 30 people. Ish. It's probably, I don't know how many it is. That's like the last time I counted. <laughs> Which is not me bragging. None of them are quality. I'm not a quality person. People want sex. Get over it. But I use people for a super specific reason. Mm -hmm. Which we talked about like super briefly off mic. And you were 
just like you seem so unhinged about it. You're like, oh fuck. Mm-hmm. It was like, weird because like, yeah, it's just thirty cis women, and I was like, no, bro. Yeah, it's not. Because to me, you're you're just a straight guy. Yeah, yeah. and I am, but that was a journey. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it takes a gangbang in a back alley to figure out that oh you don't like Oh my god. Sometimes... <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yikes. <laughs> sometimes it takes four people. I mean, oh it just sometimes god. it happens. God. Ooh. This, this feels like I'm trying to brag. I'm not. Like, all sexual encounters with me are disgusting. It's fine. Not because the other people are disgusting, because I am. But, like, we'll have a whole conversation about that. Like, I've known that I'm not gay, but, like, pinning down like what you like as a person takes time in a extremely straight household that's never been a thing my mom is the only person my grandma is now she's better so like she's cool with trans people all that stuff but like my mom's the only person that's been like advocating for like gay people i remember well i used to be an alcoholic people uh she got drunk with me one night and she was fucking crying and she she asked me like because I, I had a girlfriend at the time. Not my... The person I dated before my first girlfriend was, like, for two weeks. Yeah. And I was talking about her, and she's like, oh, that's cool. And then, like, she got drunk and went to bed, and then she woke up, and she's like, you're not gay? And I was like, no? I was, like, 13. Like, I, I've known that I'm not gay. I'm just telling you that I've had more exciting sexual encounters than... Whatever. It's fine. We'll have conversations later. Um... fuck um so like we had a candid conversation when she was sober and she woke up the next morning she's like you're not gay and i was like why would you think i'm gay she's like well you and i used to want to be chefs right yeah that was our dream job it would still be really cool but cooking for people sounds like a really shitty job um she was like well you like to cook and bake and i was like and i looked at her i was like mom i have to be an adult at some point like i'm gonna have to know these skills like that was my reasoning for wanting to know is i wanted as a job and i can't live off of boxed macaroni yeah and she was like, well, and I used to do this thing where when I get excited, I'd, I'd jump up and down and clap, which is extremely stereotypically homophobic, or not homophobic, um, a stereotype for gays, gay men specifically. And my dad used to hate it, and he used to call me a fairy for it, and I never understood why until I became an adult. So I remember my mom being like, it's okay if you're gay. And she was like, I honestly kind of wish that she works, and I want grandchildren. And I was like, oh, fuck. And I was like, I have two other siblings. <laughs> yeah like they could have babies but like i just remember like those conversations in life where like gay either wasn't talked about or it was like a it's two dudes fucking and that's it god this is such like a tangent of a episode it went from like, toxic masculinity to well i mean it, it's all the same because toxic masculinity is essentially what like the severest form of heteronormative heteronormative like male is yeah Works on cars, has calluses, spits, and smokes and chews tobacco. Is like the stereotype, like the most toxic masculinity that you can think of is those things. Yeah. I'm going to throw this out there. I've never had sex with a man. You know. I mean, I guess you didn't know that until just now. I've never had sex with a man. <laughs> cool. Um, <laughs> it's fine. We'll have stories. It's okay. <laughs> uh, fuck. It's cool. It's fine. My HR person knows. Oh, yikes. She, she just got really awkward. She knows I've, I had, can... come. She knows I've had come in my mouth. That's oh, cool. my God. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, you didn't know that. Uh, no, you, we... You did a little bit. Uh, yeah. We... Yeah, because we have the, 
the question. Yeah. So. Okay. Well. You're, uh, you're awkward. That would yeah. That's. Yeah. Why, why are you uncomfortable? I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> it was just uh. Yeah. Cool. I didn't. That's cool. Well, I mean, we'll talk about it. It's fine. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I think on that note. <laughs> We're done. We're done. You're done. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we we can we have more coming. So, um, as always, thank you all for listening. If you don't remember, we upload our podcast to Anchor, and Anchor distributes it to multiple platforms. They distribute it to Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public, so you can listen to it anywhere else. That's not Anchor or Spotify. Um, you can find us on Twitter at WBestDish and our Facebook uh, page, facebook.com slash tryingourbestdish. Uh, that's it, I guess. I guess we're done. Fucking great, man. Thanks for listening, people. We need an outro really bad. We do need an outro. We'll figure it out. The, it's fine. The first, the first probably 20 episodes will be very chaotic until we have a nice thing set down. Not to, like, destroy that. Do we have an email that they can email questions in it? They do. Our email is trying. We're trying our bestish at gmail.com. No apostrophe. No apostrophe. And no hyphen. Just the whole thing. I'm not gonna spell the whole fucking thing out. We are trying our bestish, all spelled normally, minus no hyphen and bestish and no apostrophe and we're. Yeah. And then at gmail.com, you said. Yep. At gmail.com. Cool. So yep. Uh, we would love more feedback from our listeners that aren't our friends. So please let yeah. us know um, if you don't like something, if you want us to do something else, uh, you can give us topics or ideas you want us to talk about. Cause uh, at some point we will probably need some help from all of you. I so mean, we got two years of shit, but yeah. Yeah. We so. Can do, we can do oh yeah, we could. That'd be cool. Yeah. If we have enough listeners. Yeah. <laughs> we just keep going. Hey. We just keep going. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate I guess we're you. We're going to end it. <laughs> Bye. Bye.